Alright. Good evening everyone. My name is uh, Raf Gali and I uh, serve at St. Marie's and St. Marina Catholic Orthodox Church. Those are in the back, can you hear me well or not? Do I have to get a mic or we're good? We're good here? Good, good stuff. Um, Thank you so much for inviting me to take the blessing to be here. Uh, this is not my first, not my first time in, uh, in the Edge meeting, and I, I received the blessing to be here a few times before. The um, I was told that the series right now on this month, I think it's a power of certain attributes or characters. What what was last week? Do you guys remember? Power of kindness. Kindness, amazing. That's a beautiful one too. Uh, and that was the first of the series, the kindness, or was the second? So kindness last week, today we're talking about patience, and what's next week or two? Joy, and uh, then after that, is any? that's it, the three. Okay, so kindness, patience, and joy. And when I start uh, putting together a few thoughts on, on, on this topic, I found that it is actually much, much deeper than I have personally thought. Um, power is an is uh, the, the power of patience is uh, patience is an amazing attribute, and it's actually attribute of God. We're going to talk about this more. And patience actually requires two important elements. One is time, and two is grace. Time because it's an element. Like time, you'll find time is an element in so many things and time to be patient and wait on God's work, God's action. And it's a, I'm going to talk more about it. It's a, a way to grow as well. But also grace because you want to be patient with others. And we're going to talk more also about that. So those are the two main really things that we're going to really focus on, but amongst other things. Um, so this is the points that we're going to talk about, what's patience and what's lack of patience may look like also. And patience helps us to grow. And patience through trials. Patience is one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit and patience towards others. So when you look at the definition, if you want to go to Google or, you know, the dictionary definition of, of patience, it's the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. This is a Google translation? This is a Google translation. <laughs> this is a Google translation. Is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay. And this is, this is when we're talking about time, delay. So you're putting a pause, you pause on doing things and you're calm, you maintain your, your you know, composure and, and your calmness and during suffering without getting angry or upset. We'll find also in the Bible that the Bible refers to patience in different uh, meanings or like so many other phrases that can also refer to same family of patience, like forbearance, tolerance, self-resistance, self-control, endurance, calmness, and long-suffering. Long-suffering, you'll find this also uh, more repeated in, in so many verses in the Bible. So it is also the well to wait without irritation, frustration, and anger. So it, it is some form of self-control because you, you have the urge to do something or to say something or to take an action, but at the same time, that element of time and self-control hold you back. It's a definitely a key of success generally in life, and we can encounter this in the uh, practical life at work, you know, relationships, but also spiritual life. We're going to talk also more about this because this is a key element uh, on, on the spiritual growth. It also helps us to make sound decision. It helps us to make sound decision because when we tend to move fast to do things, we probably overlook certain things on the topic or the subject or the matter that we are dealing with. It's a form, a strong form of protection. God also intend us to be patient like him. It's one of his attributes. 
And that's a form of protection because when we rush into doing things, sometimes we put ourselves in danger or ourselves in trouble. So that when we are patient, it's a form of protection. It is a very, very important attribute in order to maintain good relationship. And, and, and maintaining good quality relationship, like if we're talking with one another, whether it's a husband and wife or you know, a couple or just normal friends or even at work, and if we tend to retaliate and respond quick, we've, we tend to fall into that trap, which we'll talk even further about because this is a very important part that we're gonna talk about how we can communicate together and what is the patience element in that. Patience, when we are patients, we gain respect of others. So if, if I'm encountering a discussion with someone or, and I'm listening more, and I'm more patient than, than talking, 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 and, and trying to take in what has been discussed, that gives that form or that element of respect or feel of respect that people will feel, yeah, well, I'm being listened to. You know, I feel that this person is respectful enough to, you know, stay composed and listen. Um, again, it's essential for uh, in settling dispute. It's inspired by heavenly wisdom, and we're going to share some verses when, when, when the verse really speaks about the wisdom in conjunction with patience. Because when we seek heavenly wisdom, not earthly wisdom, because sometimes we think of ourselves smart sometimes, and, and we act on certain situations in a logical way without patience, without heavenly wisdom, we tend also to harm ourselves more than, you know, come on, you know, uh, victorious and, 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 and spiritually. Um, patience enables us to endure suffering. It's essential to a life of obedience. And the, the, greater, the greater the blessing is, the greater patience we should be or we should possess. When we are very patient, when we, when we really are, you know, um, putting on that wisdom and, and, and that element of grace and that element of time delay, the greater the blessing we receive. It's, a, it's an essential for peace, joy, and contentment, and essential to preserving, persevering in prayers. I'm going to talk also about persevering in prayers uh, uh, soon. Uh, patience allow us to see God at work. Patience, in short, is an attribute of God. It's an attribute of God. How it is an attribute of God? Because God dealt with me personally, patiently. When we dwell on that verse here, or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. So God has been so much patient with me, with you, with every single person. And as he had been that much patient, he's expecting from me to really be as patient as him. Obviously, we cannot reach that level of God, but he is expecting me to really persevere in prayer seeking that patience in order to be Christ-like. When we um, think about how much God is patient, how much stuff that I do to insult God or to upset God, how much that I do in breaking the commandments, how much I do to really uh, not to safeguard my senses, uh, be respectful to others who are created on the same image of God like me. When we think of all this, and after all, God is patient, long-suffering. But that long-suffering and, and, and patience of him is simply to lead me 
to repentance. So it's a beautiful attribute of God. Patience is something that we need to put on. So examples of patience. What examples of patience? It's calmly tolerate difficulty, hardship, and delay, letting go, or letting go of some need of immediate gratification. Like, I need things now. Like children. Children will ask for something, right? Like, I need this now. And they cry if they don't get it. And that's the immediate gratification. So we're letting go of that. This is one form, one form of uh, patience. Calmly accepting what and when God wants to give it. And this is simply uh, related and rooted in prayers. Because in prayers, God reveals his will. In prayers, God gives us a glimpse of his character and his knowledge and also makes me know more about myself. In that spirit of prayer, when we ask for wisdom, when we ask for patience, when we ask for spiritual things, God gives us this patience and gives us this grace that we, we don't really have to know when and how and uh, what he will do in order to deal with things. And this is the element of patience that really grow in me day after day because we are not born patient by nature. Like how we really be patient. Patient is something that we work to acquire not to work to acquire by, by our own powers only. No, it's simply asking God, asking God to help us to grow in prayers, in dwelling into the Word. Also, it's something that we uh, see how we are, you know, in our family context, how we observe our parents and our family, how they are dealing with things, and we kind of absorb something from them. But it's something that we intentionally be willing to acquire and this is not something that we're just born with. And the more effort that we put in acquiring patience and asking for it and for that wisdom, the more God will give me according to my heart desire. And it's the willing to wait for God's timing, way, plan, and purpose. So what drives us to be impatient? Like, what do you think? Like, if, like what are things that may drive us to be impatient. Examples. Any examples? Go ahead. Not seeing the results? Quick. Yeah, you don't, you're not seeing the result you want. Like you put an effort, but you haven't seen the result yet. Very good, actually. What waiting, else? Waiting for something and it hasn't arrived yet. Waiting for something and hasn't arrived. Good, very good. What else? Anything else? Stress. 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 What else? Unhappiness. Yeah, you're not happy, so you tend to be impatient, yeah? I guess when, when, you, when you're tired, when you didn't sleep well? Yeah, you could be irritated a little bit. Other people putting pressure on you. That's a very good one, actually. I didn't think about that one. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Yeah, and we see this work and otherwise, not necessarily work, but even on normal friendship and home and everything else we do, even service at church sometimes. And expectations too, right? Comes with ex certain expectations from people towards me. I, I put a few points, and one of them actually that I... Um, uh, that God placed it in, in, in front of me last week and uh, that I love so much to share with you the event related to that too. So fear of certain events. Our fear of certain events sometimes drives a quick response. Like if something, like I don't have a specific example, but I'm going to share an example from the Bible now. But fear of certain event or fear of certain things makes me try to basically act fast and quick without seeking God's advice in, in, in responding. Being anxious about fast achievements. 
like I want to I want to do this 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 and this and this and this I have to you know quick 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 so there is no patience there's no enough time that I want to put in front of me in order really to achieve certain things and manage that expectations feeling that we are missing out some people um, try to do things and make decisions in life quick and fast without seeking God's advice and wisdom on certain things because they feel they are missing out. They are missing out in a relationship. They are missing out in work. They are missing out on whatever. And as such, we take a quick and fast actions on certain things without consulting God. Lack of self-control, and we'll find that self-control is one of the fruits of the Spirit too. Self-control, and this is something we develop again. This is something you're not born with a very strong and determined self-control, but this is something that we ask for and we receive when we ask for because we're asking for good stuff according and aligned with God's heart. Again, challenging relationships. We tend to be impatient in relationships regardless of what these relationships are, and that's also one of the causes of being impatient. Lack of self-confidence. Um, in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, you may remember in Second Chronicles chapter twenty, Jehoshaphat. Uh, actually, let me get to uh, get me. Let me get to the actual verse because he 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 had a very big fear. He had he was in a big dilemma when the armies came and they were, were, were going to wipe off this nation. And the Bible says something very, very, very neat. It says what? He feared. What do you mean? Like you mean this is a man of God and he fears? Yes, of course. Fear is an expression or an, makes you human. How you respond to fear is you make you a person or a son or a daughter of God. So what did what Jehoshaphat did when he feared, he came and he prayed, long prayer, very nice prayer, but I don't want to take too much to read it, but it's a very good prayer in Chronicles chapter 20. But that verse that really, that we all know is this. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea. And he said that famous verse, Lord, we cannot, I'm going to paraphrase it, we, how we can defeat this army. We have nothing that we can defeat this army with, but our eyes are upon you. Our eyes are upon you. So when we fix our eyes to the source of power, the source of wisdom, the source of solution for what we are encountering, then he is going to provide us with the wisdom, patience, and discernment to act. And that's why the, when, when, I, when, I, when I said, uh, talked about fear, is that sometimes our fear will drive a quick response without discernment, a quick response without praying. And that, uh, for the most cases, in the most part, that will not be what God wants me to do. Because it's inspired by fear and inspired by personal judgment, human logic, but not according to God's will. Um, and the response, response for this, for all these, is that we pray. We have a personal relationship with God. A personal relationship with God. In anything that we talk about, whether it's any, any of the, the attributes, the kindness, that was covered last week. Today we're talking about patience. Next week you're going to talk about joy. And so many other facets that all lead, all lead to one thing, which is a personal relationship with God. Because when I have a personal relationship with God, when I have that personal relationship with God, it will inspire confidence, will give me peace, will give me 
discernment will give me power. Our personal relationship with God will not remove the issues from my life, will not calm the storm, but will give me the power of the God Almighty who created the entire universe that will walk with me, carrying me on the shoulder. I am protected because I am protected in him. I say this like so many times. I mean, we all experience it. I'm not telling you something that you have not experienced. Every single person experiences this on their own way. When we encounter troubles or situations that are unpleasant, when we put it before God, when we put it in front of God, situations may not go away. They, like, they may not go away or they will not go away. But God will give me the peace and the stamina and the solution to go through it, knowing that he is lifting me up. In this situation here, I mean, big army coming to wipe off this land and all this nation. And I love so much when Jehoshaphat, the Bible says, feared. Because not because we know God and we live a righteous life with God that we may not fear. No, fear is a human response. But how we take that fear and do the proper response towards that is to take it to God, to Christ, in prayers, in prayers. And that prayer will give me the confidence and, and the strength to go through it. But I advise you, read, read the prayers of Jehoshaphat on Second Chronicles chapter 20. Very long prayer, very beautiful prayer. Patience help us to grow. So I'm going to read in Romans 5, 1 to 5. Therefore, having, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. See, in tribulations, we, we have that glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance. And perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So in, in, in these tribulations, we grow. We grow knowing that this tribulation will give us perseverance. It will make us persevere more. And that perseverance will make me as, as more of a spiritual character with God. And this character inspires the hope in my life. So we'll see throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, the situations and the experiences the people of God had experienced and endured tribulations, how they grew, how they grew, how they, be, they would be on in a prison and rejoicing, how they will be in, in willing to stand before nations and kings and rulers, and they are rooted in strength and in faith because they grow in these tribulations throughout the experience that the disciples have been with Christ and they've seen Christ's teaching and they've seen, you know, all the, 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 the troubles that the Pharisees and the scribes, they want to put Christ in and they've seen, they learned. It's a journey. And that's why when we read this, when we read about these characters, we look at them and, and learn how they became what they have become. It's not something that because I start praying yesterday or I start just, you know, you know, walking into my spiritual life, instantly I'll find, oh, yeah, I'm a strong now. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, it's great that we do this, but we have to understand it's a journey. It's a journey. It's not something that is not a vending machine. You start praying, you press the button, there's, you got the product. It's not that. It's a journey. And the more we put effort in that journey, the more the blessing comes. 
the more I put effort in prayers, the more I feel that this prayer today, because I was focused more, I really paid more attention. I really come out of my room of prayer and I feel it is different. It's different, something else. It's different than yesterday. It's different than last week and last month. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. We patiently wait for the Lord. We grow. But again, remember, it's about time and grace. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. Another, another growth in the relationships and in our communication was one another beautifully, beautifully um, mentioned in James 1, 19 to 20. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Okay, I want to talk about this a little bit. I mean, like this uh, communication part and what we say and how we communicate together, this is actually a whole different topic that's a talk by itself. But just to touch on a few points on it. Maybe a couple or three. Give me your experience on how you communicated at work or with others or how others communicated with you. What do you perceive about good communication and about how this is going to be impactful to others or on you about how people communicated with you just in the light of this verse? Just in the light of this verse. I think uh, the importance is to have a gentle tone uh, because if you have a harsh tone, people will react harshly to you. Correct. Correct. Anything about anything about swift to hear, slow to speak. What do you call this? An attentive listener. Good. A attentive listener. Self control. Right? Self control. I, I wanna hear from you about this a little bit. Because we live our life communicating with others, right? We communicate throughout the day with others. And that communication can also express, express how we, how we present ourselves, express the character of God. Because our patience is an expression of our internal or inner disposition. Yeah? Patience. Our patience is an expression of our inner disposition. And how we talk to others can bring them to God or can make them inquire about God if they don't know God at all or can push them away from, from God. Make sense? Or truly or not? Truly, it is. And we experience this, you know, all day long when we communicate with others. And we always tell the children, you got two ears to listen more, one tongue to talk or one not to talk. Anybody want to share anything about this particular point? Anybody from experience about anything to enlighten us? Go ahead, please. I mean, I found that a lot of times where I do the exact opposite. <laughs> and I find that it's detrimental. It's, um, it affects me huge that we're quick to speak and we're slow to listen. And you end up missing a lot of information. You end up assuming things. Yes. You end up um, misunderstanding what's going on. So it's really that verse hits the spot. Yeah. Um, let every man be swift to hear and swift, swift to, to hear, speak. Swift to speak. And therefore slow to wrath. So when you actually flip it, exactly. If I'm if I'm slow to hear and quick to speak, then therefore I'm quick to wrath, and therefore the righteousness of God is not there whatsoever. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Any, any other thoughts on this? So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. 
for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And this is an, an expression of self-control, is an expression of patience, a tribute that God wants me to put on and acquire. So, right. One of my favorite, favorite saying, St. Arsenius the Great, I have often regretted the words I've spoken, but I have never regretted my silence. Beautiful, beautiful saying of the Desert Fathers. Beautiful saying. I've always, I've often regretted words I have spoken, but I've never regretted my silence. It's again, it's talking about having that self-control, that patience. I have this urge to talk and retaliate and give them from your own medicine, but <clears throat> bite my tongue and stop. Not now. And that moment, think about it this way. It's a second or a fraction of a second from making that decision to speak or to stop speaking. And that, that second or that few seconds can be a game changer, a game changer. Self-control inspires patience. Patience reinforces self-control. God sees this and rejoices. He provides wisdom and discernment according to our request and need. At this moment, when you want to speak and retaliate or say something that you know that it's not good, just ask God, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. I don't want to talk, but I can't stop. It happens with all of us. And as sincere as we ask, as generous he provides. Yeah? So patience helps us to grow, recognizes difficulties as opportunities. Any roadblocks in your life can be a stepping stone. Um, just be patient. Just seek. Seek the wisdom from heaven. Accept the fact that you, are, you have a personal responsibility. We ha I'm responsible of my actions. I have a personal responsibility towards myself and to a certain extent towards those who are in my circle. Accept the fact that you are human and make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes and we learn through mistakes. We learn through, you know, sh shortcomings of certain things. And I come back to myself and say, and, and examining my heart. Well, today I should not have done that. But I'm not going to beat myself all year around because I did a mistake. But I recognize I'm a human. I made a mistake. I will move on. But I know where I fell and I ask. And I benefit from my experience in order not to repeat it. Because I can benefit from my mistakes and I benefit from mistakes of others. <laughs> right? That's a smart person will do that. Be quick to accept and forgive yourself when you become impatient. We're human. We do mistakes. Ask for forgiveness, not only from God, but also from those who may have wronged. Remember that it's a fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit to be patient. And it's developed through life trials. The parable of the sower in Luke 8, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful parable. It has been repeated over the past, I think, two, two, two last two weeks. But this last verse is an amazing one. I'm going to read it out loud. And we know all the, we know the parable of the sower. Yeah. Um, but the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word, was a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. So patience is an element and an essential element to grow. So the growth of the good soil, those who kept the word, noble and good heart, kept it and bear fruit with patience. Patience is an element to grow. And the patience, you put the seed on the ground and you water the seed, you keep watering the seed, 
and you water again, and it brings up fruit, it brings fruit. A beautiful verse. Patience through trials. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith, testing of your faith produces patience. Let patience have it perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If anyone lacks wisdom, and here is when wisdom and patience are intertwined, because we ask for wisdom, and the wisdom gives us so many things, so many things, including patience. Let him ask for God, of God, who gives it all in all liberty, without reproach, and it will be given to him. The testing of your faith produces patience. Okay, now, patience is developed through difficulty, pain, trials, and hardship. And we feel this, like when you go into certain life circumstances and how you deal with them, you feel that you overcome them after everything, you know, is done and you feel victorious and spiritually. You grow, you basically see, you look back and you see all that trail of difficulty but you have grown through the trial. Faith and patience is two sides of the same coin because one feeds the other. So faith, I'm patient because I'm faith. I have that faith that God is going to help, is going to do something. And faith inspires that patience. And one feeds the other. Patience is an expression of uh, patience is an expression of faith in God's timing. We said that before, timing and how God will deal with things. It's not about how I understand how we'll deal with it, but he will deal with it if I have that faith in him. And it's, de it's developed in submission to God's control and by heavenly wisdom. I want to take a couple examples from the Old Testament about people who were patient, waiting for the, the promise of God, and some people who weren't patient, we were very impatient for the promises. We'll, we'll start with David and, and Saul here. Uh, we all know the story of David and Saul when, when David uh, uh, was anointed to be the next king and Saul was, still in, uh, Saul was still in power. And how many times Saul wanted to kill David? So many times. So many times. He wanted to kill him so many times, and David would flee, and he lived away. And how many times, maybe, David was given the opportunity to put his hand on Saul and kill him so that he will be the king. But David said, what? I'm not going to lift up my hand. I'm not going to lift up my hand on the king. He was waiting for God's timing. He was patient and living like a cast out with his people and group until such time when God fulfilled that promise and put him, and he one of the greatest kings, and God will say about David, he has a heart according to my own heart. A heart according to my own heart. That's David. He waited on the promise. He was patient. He was patient. I want to take two other examples in the Old Testament. Um, we'll start with Abraham and Sarah. So Abraham and Sarah were given the promise that he will have a child. And through that child, he will have a nation that their number cannot be numbered, cannot be counted like the sand of the seashore. But they were impatient. They were impatient. And Sarah did what? Sarah did what? He asked, she asked Abraham to marry to her servant. So she got Ismail and then the promise came through Isaac. Impatience. We have two nations. Then Rebekah and Isaac, same thing. There was a promise that they, when, when she, um, for uh, uh, Jacob and Esau, that the younger, that the, the older will be servant to the younger. But Jacob also, what he did, he wanted to accelerate the blessing. He went to his father and he pretended that he's Esau. And as, a such, as such, he did what? He left for a long time away, escaping from his brother because he's 
he got the the um, the blessing, the, the firstborn blessing. And we find that through that trial and through that time away, he had changed because when when his father was giving him the blessing, asked him, "What's your name?" And he said, "Esau. I'm your son, Esau." Fast forward long years from that point, when he was returning back and he was struggle and. And, and wrestled with God, asked him, what's your name? And he said, what? Jacob. So after all this time and after all these trials and, and he was betrayed about his, you know, his wives and this and that, he came back and to his senses, he knew, he knew that he had done wrong and he was concerned and he struggled and wrestled with God to the dawn. And he told him what? I'm not going to let you go unless you bless me. And this is our prayer should be all the time. I'm not going to leave that room of prayer without getting that blessing that I came for. God, I'm not going to let you go unless you bless me. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Again, as such, there is no law. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit to be patient. The fruit of the Spirit comes as a result of yielding, obeying, submitting, and relying on God. Patience towards others. Um, very beautiful passage in Colossians. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, tender mercies, kindness, which you covered last week, Humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has complained about against another, even as Christ forgive you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is a bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. First part is amazing. And uh, I want to reflect a little bit on this putting tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, forgiving one another. This is the way God is expecting us to deal with one another. And one of the, my, my, my favorite verses, I have certain favorite verses that I, you probably, if you heard me before, you'll find me repeating. It's in uh, Matthew 9, 36. It's about Jesus when he saw the multitude. It says, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion because they were scattered, weary, like sheep has no shepherd. And this is the heart of God. This is the patience that we need to have with one another. When Sometimes we are fast to judge others, fast to articulate and interpret certain actions as that they are sinners and I'm good. And because they did this, well, they are not going to, go to heaven, I'm going to heaven, they're not going with me. And make that articulation and judgment and put people in certain compartments. But Jesus didn't do that. Jesus didn't do that. He saw the multitude as what? Scattered sheep. And when someone does something or say something to me and I become impatient with that person, I'm not I'm not imitating my master. Always in, in, in our prayers, we need to ask God to give us eyes to see the people the way he saw the people. God, give me the eyes to see the people as you saw the people, to feel for them with your heart as you did, and have the mind of Christ who was not judgmental. God was never soft about sin, but he was accepting everybody and he did not 
judge anybody. And this is, this is the way we need to acquire and put on tender mercies, put on compassion, put on patience in order to really be exemplify the character of Christ. The sign of sincere love is to forgive wrongs done to us. It was with such love that the Lord loved the world. That's by St. Mark the ascetic. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That is the element of patience and self-control and love. This is the first Corinthians chapter 13, that chapter of love that speaks about lots about love. And because of time, and this is my final slide here, we need to take ownership of what is within our control. God has given me free will and expecting me to ex- you know, exercise that free will and take ownership of what I have and what I can possess. But we can voluntarily also take that and transfer it to God and invite him to take charge over everything and all the details of our lives and ask him that we be like him. And this slide here, we have a circle. There are things within my control that I need to take ownership of. I want to walk in faith. What I can focus on, I want to believe God's word I want to, for my, myself, I want to rest. I want to love others. I have to control my actions and be mindful of them and take my thoughts captive and hold prayers. But other things around outside of that circle, I cannot change people. I don't know much about the future. When growth happens, it's all in the hands of God. I want to let everything within his hands, even though whatever is in my control, I take that control, but I also surrender to God to help me to achieve that. The outcome of everything around me, the past, the future, people's actions, and people's perception about me. This is not within my control, and everything is with God's control. Whether it's in the circle, but outside the circle. Inside that circle is something that I want to take ownership, and I'll take that ownership and hand it to God in order to have the mind of Christ, the heart of Christ, the eyes of Christ, and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. Any comments or questions? Go ahead. You said um, something about that we can become patient by the grace of God. Yes. How do you get that? And what if you don't have that? Okay. So two questions, but related. Okay, so the question is how you be patient, more patient? By the grace of God. Like, it sounds like grace is an element, or grace is a resource that will help you become an estate. 9.49 p.m. One notification. Uh, so how do you get that resource? And does that mean you, will, you can't practice patience if you don't have grace? Well, grace, grace is something that's given to all of us. That's given to all of us. It's something that is not that one person has and another person doesn't. It's given to all of us. It's, it's about me to ignite that grace, to ignite that spirit. It's about me to ask God to give me patience. It's about me to put in prayers a sincere request and sincere effort to ask God for spiritual growth. And that's spiritual growth. Like we all, and this is what I mentioned, we all prayed all our lives multiple times. And there are perhaps maybe few, maybe plenty of times you come out from this prayer and you really feel strong. And you feel that, yes, the circumstances has not changed. But I know that I'm strong. I'm not annoyed anymore. That's the act of the Holy Spirit is God will give me the amount of, of, of 
of, of grace that I'm going to feel, feel, not acquire, because grace is given to all of us. The amount of spirit that I really feel and the strength that I feel, it's based on how much effort that I put and ask for things. And sometimes, sometimes when we ask for things, we don't get it immediately. It's according to God's timing. It's according to God's timing. But the, the, the response to the question is we ask. We ask him. And we have more self-control. And when we realize that we've done something wrong, in, 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 in self-examination, we need to realize what went wrong. How could I have contributed to this issue? How could I have contributed to the trouble that I'm in? And then put it in prayers. God, give me more patience. God, give me um, to not to be fast, to retaliate or to speak. Let me listen more. And when we start realizing this and we put it in prayers because they are all holy stuff, God will give and grant them to me according to my zeal, my desire, and also according to his will on timing for my edification. Any other comment or please? Sorry, may I speak in Arabic? Please go ahead. Because in Arabic we say Halab uh, Sabr. Halab Sabr. What does that mean? Sabr is patience. Halab Sabr. Yeah. Um, what did Jesus say in Arabic? meaning in English is, uh, is uh, I cannot translate it. I, it's not the right translation. But basically, in simple languages, is when 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 you are patient, it's uh, it's 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 a, like call it like the fruit. Like being uh, the fruit is 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 patience. I'm not sure someone else can translate it better than me. Any other comment, uh, questions, objections, anything? All right. Thanks so much for the blessing that I received for you today. Thank you.